Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bevy. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Hey everyone, this is Jordan with the Startup to Scale podcast and super excited for my guest today, Clark Nowlin, who's the founder and caffeinated executive officer of Golden Ratio Coffee. So Clark, I'd love for you just to give a quick intro uh, who you are and what the company's all about. Yeah, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. It's uh, good to be here. You are a fantastic administrator of uh, many things, including the CPG community, and I'm impressed by what you do. So thanks for having me on. Um, but yeah, my name is Clark Nellen. I um, from Fort Worth, Texas, uh, live in Austin, have the past six and a half years and started a company called Golden Ratio. And we sell gold coffee, which is a super low roast coffee that uh, is actually golden color. It's like 10 times less acidic, way easier in your stomach and doesn't stain your teeth brown. It has a really smooth like peanut flavor. And um, yeah, so we launched June 30th of 2020, been in market like what, 19 months and uh, help people start their day the golden way. I love that. And I think we first met like just as you were launching the company. And I remember that you like went through product development, you were getting it out there and had an awesome like first sales run. Tell me about like what made that early launch successful. Yeah, uh, good question. So yeah, launch day was fun. We did like a little over 10K on our first day of sales. Um, And the way we did that um and i'm a musician as well so it wasn't my first thing to launch i've like launched eps and records and stuff like that before and i learned firsthand through those early experiences as a musician that no one really cares so like you know you 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 create an album and and, you know i did this when i was 18 i launched my first ep um called the cosmos project on spotify um and uh yeah i sent like I, i i spent like weeks leading up to it writing like personal notes to all these important people in my life, like mentors, friends, family, friends. And I had like, like 80 something like personal emails I'd written. And then I like press send on all of them on the day it went live, but like I actually wanted it to be personal. Like I didn't want people to feel like I just copy and paste messages. And I think I got like, this is you know pre Spotify. Um, like two people bought it out of like 80 and it was $3 oh, on Bandcamp, And I gave all the money to charity. Like it was like a thing to like raise money for like world hunger and like I don't need the money, whatever. And yeah, like literally two people bought and one of them was my grandma. And like, I just remember crying like in my dorm room as I was a freshman in college. Cause I was like, wow, like I'm so proud of this music. I think I just made something really great. And literally no one gave a shit. Um, so, yeah. anyway, anyways, uh, launching a CPG company is really no different. Um, and so, yeah, like the, the thing that you know brought us to 10 K in sales though, versus, you know, $6 uh, the day we launched, is we did some uh, ad buying on Facebook uh, to drive email signups before we launched. And so um, while I think that's a successful strategy and any brand that's launching uh, from fresh should do this, is that all your advertisements traditionally only have one thing they're offering. It's, you know, buy our product, buy our product. It's basically the only offer you get, um, you know, maybe some discount. Um, but when you're pre-launch, you get two things for one with the ad buy. So it's like, you're gonna have your lowest CPMs. You're gonna have your best return ad spend of all still that was the best return ad spend we've ever had to date. And I wish we would have just put like way more money into it on the front end. Um, because you're giving people, people two things and you're launching a pre-signup campaign, you're obviously giving them like, Hey, buy this, but you're also giving them first to know. 
And so people like to have that, you know, exclusive information and you can offer that when you're pre-launch, you can't offer that once you're out in the world. And so um, we put like five or six grand into like uh, email signups or whatever. And I looked at the, the sales data um, we converted like 5% of that list. So it wasn't like an insane number of people. Um, but uh, that 10 K plus in sales, we did day one, 20% of it was friends and family. And like, I like dream my 401k to start this business. I've been talking to everybody. I know about this for, you know, it was like a year and a half at the time. And so like, fortunately I was able to convince like, you know, 50 or 60 or something of like you know, my, my friends and family to buy it. Um, but then like 80 plus percent of the sales just came through like the, the leads we generated on Facebook ads and email signup campaigns. So uh, we never still to this day, have not seen return ads been as good as that pre uh, launch <laughs> side of campaign. But I love that. And a couple of things I want to note about that too, and, and the product, which is why I love so much, right? One is your product is based on something that has a very um, common consumer behavior, drinking coffee. Um, but you're able to innovate by one, making it easy to make like with a tea bag style delivery system. And then also this golden rose, which is new, right? Like there's a concept like, you know, dark rose, light rose, but so like people are aware of different rose styles and you have this new golden rose. So you just really have to educate on those additional benefits a little bit, but not on like you should drink coffee, right? Like that's a much harder thing to try to educate on someone if there's no behavior. Um, yeah. So was it, well, let me, I want to hear your side though. Like, was it easy to educate people on like what golden ratio was and why to drink it? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's a, it's a blessing curse of a situation and one I chose. The blessing being that we're not one of the other 100,000 coffee companies in America that are just competing on like, hey, we're you know, we have ethical sourcing and, you know, we're really good people. We roast it fresh. Like that's like, it's like every coffee company in America is like differentiation, which that scares the hell out of me to like, if I was in that group of people, cause like, I just like, how do you stand out? Right. And it's just so competitive. So that's like, we're fortunate. We don't have that. Now we're cursed because no one's heard of this. <laughs> yep. So education is, you know, is key. Um, and, you know, to, to put it frankly, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like it's, it's not easy to, to educate people um we're we're doing it but when you're doing it through you know like advocation or something like that you know it's like advertising education mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a lot of money to to spend you know to get you know people to click buy and to educate consumers um and so you know we've been able to find our place in the market um you know initially it was you know we bought you know a lot of facebook ads um and we you know were able to get you know a couple thousand customers online the ROAS is terrible, but we were able to get a meaningful enough sample size of customers where then we could, you know, check, you know, who was reordering, you know, yeah. one, it was, it was a beautiful thing. We saw a reorder. Cause like if you launch <laughs> business, you have no idea if anybody's yeah. reordered. So yeah, I saw that thing you posted, uh, on your, uh, in Slack the other day, but yeah, we have like a 20% reorder rate. So it's like, yeah, I guess kind of like standard or, you know, good enough to, you know, keep going, um, like one in five come back. So, um, so yeah, started talking to these people, you know, random people like New Jersey, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Seattle, you know, people that did not know us, uh, not friends and family who were coming back for the like seventh order. They'd spent like, you know, 250, $300. And I basically was just like, Hey, like, I'm just some long haired guy in Texas who made all this shit up. You know, like, like, why are you drinking this? Like, you don't have to do this. Did you call them or did you email them? Uh, so I emailed them and okay. was like, Hey, I'm the founder. You know, I would, you know, it's a delight to see your reorders come in. Would love to just, um, you know, talk to you and, and, and learn, you know, what about this is, you know, bringing you back. 
Um, and, you know, I have my reasons why I started the company because regular coffee hurt my stomach. And, you know, I was hoping this would solve a similar problem for them. And then I found, found the same thing um, that, that this, you know, like in like nine out of 10 instances, I did about a hundred zoom interviews, with these like re repeat customers that had spent like over like a hundred bucks with us. Um, like in nine and 10 cases, it was all like easier on their stomach, like lower mm -hmm. acidity coffee. Um, and so we then turned off the ad spin to like, you know, we basically gained like product market fit knowledge through that. Yeah. Um, and then now we've basically just been taking those insights and figuring out new ways to educate consumers in a way that aren't just like such a financial fire fest and like dumpster fire, um, which is just kind of like playing the Facebook ad game, which, you know, is really like a, it's kind of a brand ventilator for a lot of startups. And, you know, so we've kind of unhooked ourselves from the ventilator, which has been nice. And, you know, we're, you know, revenue is way up where, where it used to be. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah the days so of those like cheap, uh, ad buys that like convert everyone who clicks on it. And now it's just totally. like so expensive to actually yeah. like, make any money from those. Um, so what totally. are you like, that was about? what I wanted to do. Yeah. Like I definitely launched the company thinking we we're just going to like recreate what Mudwater did yeah. and like, recreate you know, what all birds did. And, and, and there's a lot of great companies and great products that have done that. And, you know, my kind of conclusion is that, you know, we really just launched at the wrong time in history. If I would have launched in like 2018, I probably would have scaled a seven figure brand, you know, year one through Facebook ad buys, but you know, just the cost of advertising has just been so expensive since we launched. So what we're doing now, we've, um, you know, food service is really big for us because, um, you know, we sell coffee and obviously like our CPG products have like, you know, the coffee in the tea bags, which I'm drinking right here. And it's really easy to prep, but um, we're, we're a coffee company. We're an innovative coffee company. And so we um, provide our, our beans, like five pound bags, like wholesale to uh, um, like coffee shops to sell it. Um, so that's really interesting, you know, because for Facebook ads, you know, maybe like 50 bucks to acquire a customer. Um, you want 100 people to try your stuff for the first time. Great. That's five grand. Um, coffee shops. Now they don't pay us a ton of money. They, you know, charge 60 a bag. We'll go through about two a month. So 120 a month, 50% growth margin on that. So about $60 a month um, in like revenue or, or in cash flow created per shop. But each shop we sign up with that like bag volume, they're probably going to like make cups for a hundred people that have never tried it before by putting on their menu. So it's like, I can either pay five grand to get a hundred people to try this, or I can get paid anything <laughs> and to get a hundred people to try this. Yeah. And so food service has been a, a miracle for us. And, and so, yeah, like, and we just signed like a, like a pretty exciting national distribution agreement with Odeco. Um, which is like largest, like, like the fastest growing company in America. They're like three years old. Right well, York and I City. remember that like, right when you were going to start is like just pre-pandemic, like that was your plan. You were going to be like, all right, we're going to be in every coffee shop. That's where you get trial. And then the pandemic like squashed that. So I'm happy exactly, that you back yeah. into it. Yeah, exactly. So like we were initially going to do that pandemic hit and we did Facebook ads and that didn't work for us. And then the pandemic's just, you know, knock on wood, chilled out. I don't know what's happening yeah. anymore. But um, anyways, we, we have coffee shops selling us now and the velocities are high, which is, you know, the most important thing now. I mean, we're, we're still, you know, growing that business. It's like way small compared to what it will yeah. be. But um, I love that approach so of like, as, like paid trial. And that was the same thing with um, T-Squares when we were selling in corporate offices. And it was like, wait, so totally. you're going to pay us to buy, like, and buy the product. And then you just give it out for free to their employees. So you pay us for trial. Like, yeah, I'm game. Um, totally. And the coffee and shop, like, is, it, is it branded? Is it a golden um, ratio it, brand? It, it depends. And okay. we're not particular if it is. I mean, yeah. we're, we, we own gold coffee on Google. We're the number one search result. We're like over five of 10 results on the page. So 
um, if anybody you know, tries it and likes it and they can search us and find us. Um, but yeah, corporate gifting, that's like the other part of our, our business. And where I spend more of my time, I hired a head of sales for food service side. Um, like we just, you know, closed like a pretty exciting six figure deal with American Express and they're sending, yes. uh, you know, like 11,000 bags of gold coffee to their top spending gold card members. Um, and you know, it's like, okay, whoa, this is like, this is way better. Uh, I got 11,000 11, right? people try our coffee and we like, we profited nice. Yeah. Wait, and, and they actually pay on time and there's no deductions. There's no chargebacks. There's not like all this other crap, hopefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, American Express uh, it does pay their bills on time. So yeah. correct. There's, there's lots of there's lots of irony, uh, in, but that, that not in that instance. So yeah, we, we've been working with like we've done those deals with Bill.com, like um, uh, Higginbotham, it's a big insurance company. Anyways, like that, we've started doing that a couple months ago, and it's been awesome. We've already done about a quarter million revenue um, from that just that channel. We've gotten mm-hmm. like seventeen thousand people to try our stuff for the first time, um, and you know actually like cash flowing profiting so like golden ratio now doesn't spend any money on advertising because i'm like this is just like i don't i just don't sell hundred dollar products like i sold a hundred dollar product the facebook ad game works but if yeah. you sell a consumable product with like a aov of less than 75 dollars, which is most cpg products mm-hmm. like d- facebook advertising is probably not going to work for you and let me be the guy who you know lost a million dollars on behalf of everybody else trying to do that like don't try to do it it's just a bloodbath like it's a brand ventilator just get off of it. You don't need to go. <laughs> this, is, this is what I would say. Like, I, I told this to a brand once, like a lot of people are seeing like a, uh, a cost of acquisition, even around like $20, $30. So I was like, you would be better just giving people like free product that's going to be less than that with shipping than paying yeah. Facebook to do the same, right? Like there's so Seriously. many ways that you can give out $20 and get better customers right now than, than Facebook or social ads. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, and then the third thing we're doing for education is doing like ingredient supplying. So we're like working with a couple of brands, got um, one slated to launch into the year. It's like a new ready to drink brand. I can't really say a ton else about it because they, they want me to keep it kind yeah. of a DL, but it's somewhere somewhere cool in the u.s and it's a pretty ambitious upstart and we're uh they're making everything a gold coffee and we're obviously you know being the ingredient supplier for that and we're talking to a couple other companies about that as well so all those things lead with revenue we can sell at a markup like actually make profit on it and they kind of like explode the reach and revenue of the company without ad spend so we have our e-commerce store that just kind of sits on the side and parallel to all these things and it just like reaps you know the benefit of you know all that like you know in the real world exposure that we're not paying for we're getting paid for yeah, I absolutely love that. So you're selling across multiple channels now and you figured out a process that that works for each. So I'm looking forward to the rest of this year. What are you going to be focused on? What's new? Yeah, I mean, so this year is like really our first year of scaling up. Like, you know, I, we spent like 18 months in the wilderness trying to find our soul, you know, good return on ad spend and it never happened. But, you know, the product is good. We have, you know, people spent like we've got lots of customers who spent like over a thousand dollars LTV on our store because you know coffee is not something people skip a day of so whenever we find the people that like it becomes their new normal like it's got a really high um you know value um you know to both sides so anyways for us now that we've kind of figured out a model that like scales and proliferates just like the spreading of the golden gospel and getting lots of like liquid on lips through food service ingredient supplying and corporate gifting um yeah I'm I'm just kind of overseeing all those initiatives. Like I've hired a great head of sales for the coffee shop stuff. I've got a great person, like a partner on the corporate gifting front. Ingredient supplying is 
pretty easy just because like we just basically order more coffee and, and we're already doing all the QA for ourselves. So we can you know, kind of just like give it to people off the top um, once we just have like a heads up how much to order. So yeah, really just growing the customer bases. Um, and so we've uh, got a lot of you know exciting things in the works for this year. Um, I love those been, uh, catchphrases, uh, golden gospel and liquid on lips. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, CPG is all about getting brands in hand. So that's what we're doing. It's, it's not rocket science. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm focused on this year is really just like, we're now I'm just like running a real business. It's not like just fire festival, raise money, blow it on Facebook ads, like keep it up. <laughs> it's like flexed everybody. Like you're doing awesome. It's like, no, like it really hurt. Um, and, uh, and now we've actually found things that scale up. And, and so we're, we're just scaling those things up. You know, we've, you know, 99.9% of coffee drinkers in the U S have not tried gold coffee and like 99.9% of, you know, companies that we can do corporate gifting with aren't doing it with us. And 99.9% of coffee shops in America, like don't have us yet. So, um, you know, that's really the work is just dropping those percentages down. So, I mean, like, I know that, uh, as you're growing the company, right? Like it never really gets, <laughs> gets easier, right? The problems just keep getting bigger. No, and... it gets way easier, dude. I actually disagree with that. I yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me more. Um, I mean, like a year ago, I'd be in bed, like, is this thing going to die? You know, like, that's like, that's like some deep existential, like, oh, shit, you know, kind of like, you know, risk and fear and duress and, you know, nothing's working. And you're trying to figure it out and keep your head high. It's just like, that's a, that's a tricky place to be. Now we've got things that actually work. And so it's like, you know, the stress is not existential, you know, mm. and like, we have like customers that love us and we've got companies that are loving the programs we're doing we've got coffee shops that are moving, you know, 500 plus drinks a month. It's like, okay, like this is like, it's working now. So like, you know, the founder in me can kind of just like rest. And now like, you know, I got to, you know, step up and be a good caffeinated executive officer, Ooh, well, like execute I, on everything. But I like, love this conversation because I've been listening to a lot and there's a, um, a, a another founder, Will Schroeder, he runs startups.com, but he talks about this idea of companies getting out of the startup phase and basically finding their, yeah, I don't think you use this language. I like using this, like your minimal viable company. Like what point do you need to reach at your company where you feel like relatively safe and secure? Like you can like pay the bills next month. You're not going to go out of business. You get rid of that existential threat. And it sounds like you've, you've reached that point, right? There's still more to go, but the day-to-day has gotten a little bit um, like calmer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like we're signing 12 month contracts, corporate gifting. Like I can borrow up to 80% on accounts receivable if we need cash. Like I couldn't do that a year ago. Like now we've got like other credit lines that are popping up. Like our our co-packer just gave us a 20% discount. Like all of our suppliers are now on net 60. It's like, this, this is so much easier now than it was a year ago and a year before that. Like it, running a business just absolutely gets easier every year. Well, now, let there's me, like let different kind you. of stresses. Yeah, It's like, you're raising a kid, like first two years, you're just like, I hope this baby doesn't like fall down the stairs and die. And then like, after that, your fears more like, I hope my baby doesn't learn cuss words at school. You know, like they're just yeah. totally different types of, you know, fears. So, you know, now well, let me like, ask you this for your perspective. When you see other founders who are like on the hamster wheel, I see founders all the time who are even doing like a million dollars and they're like, I feel like I'm going to go out of business next month. Um, why do you think that happens or, or what's been your path to get off of that? To, to get off of like, like, like we're going to die next month. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, I mean, as a founder, I'm an optimist. You have to be. I mean, if you don't believe in what you're doing, nobody else will. Like, you cannot outsource or delegate belief in, you know, a positive outcome for your, your venture. So, like, I obviously am biased. And, you know, so, so there's an element of that that I just want to, you know, kind of you know, disclose. Um, but then additionally, um, 
the uh, I mean, so I have investors. I've raised money. Um, you know, we've got only angel investors. Um, you know, no, no uh, institutional, um, which is nice. Um, they're they're awesome. Love the the gold brew crew. But uh, you know, I write them a monthly investor update every month, and like I put the numbers in there. Like I, I they, I'm I'm fully on display with like a lot of people I really admire who you know like invested in this company. Yeah. And like I can't hide if our, our revenue's down. Like, and I I write it, and like it haunts me. Like I'll press send on that email for like <laughs> five days. I just feel like it's just like it feels terrible. Um, but like it's 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 the right incentive to then go find the things that work. And so, like, I think putting myself in this like pressured situation of like going out on a limb, chasing this, you know, being you know accountable to people, you know, my my investors on like a monthly basis where I can't hide and sweep the sweep stuff under the rug, is uh that's really helped me kind of find the things that work. And then once we find things that work, and you know, like Amex sends their money, you're like, yeah. okay, like this is like I actually did a thing that the, that the world wants, and now we found a way that we can scale it that you know fuels our economic engine, and also is you know kind of unique and on brand to us to help us you know reach the top of the mountain. Are you so, selling in retail yet? No, so that's the. That's the I think that's thing. the key. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like my my. I mean, the food service thing is the best like preface to retail. Yeah. We're probably going to retail next year. I mean, I want to be at least like a $3 million run rate and it will yeah. be net profitable this year. And so like, we'll have like some profit centers in the company that can kind of offset the loss centers of retail and then you know, probably raise like a, a series A kind of thing. And, and, you know, with like a retail partner, just like help mm-hmm. us like really explode that. Cause yeah, I mean, nine to 10 of the transactions in coffee happen offline. Yeah. So building this you know, business direct through food service and e-commerce and corporate gifting and ingredient supplying, like that builds the category and it builds our brand that it gets some cash flows and customers. But ultimately like all of those things just serve to like prop us up enough to where we can slay it in retail. Cause that's retake your brand for 3 million to 30 million. Exactly. Um, and I, yeah. I tell brands that all the time, right? Like you, you get to the multi-million dollars um, in sales through retail, but it's such a pain in the ass to like start there and a challenge yeah. because you're constantly searching or you know searching for uh, cash flow in an arena where there's not much of it. And so it's great to have these other parts of your business to supplement that as you're like getting started and building those partnerships versus brands who I talk to like launch and retail to start even some like will get placed in like a Walmart or Target and they're like crap like I have to front all this inventory they're not going to pay me for 60 days I have to pay my retailer like the cash flow situation just isn't there totally and like if you mess it up like that you run the risk of never getting the invite again to the party and like you know for me I'm like I'll just wait until I know we'll slay and then we'll go in and we'll have fun (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So I'm trying to just compress all of the like awful entrepreneurship realities of like nothing is working. I'm building the ship while it's sinking, like all that stuff. I'm trying to like just like condense all that, like the pre-retail side of it. So then like from here on out, it's just kind of like scaling up. And obviously like that's not smooth. It's lots of problems, lots of stress. Like it's not easy. Like I don't want to like downplay yeah. the fact that like it, it will be harder in some ways as we get bigger. But you know, on the, from like a personal level, like, okay, like I, I can sleep well at night knowing I'm not going to lose everyone's money. You know, like that's like, that's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Clark, I love that you, you, you found product market fit. You're developing the processes to build the company in right now as you scale and coming to leader, all the right things that you need to be doing. So it's amazing, man. Congrats. Oh, hey, congrats to you, man. You're, you're, you're further ahead on the journey than me. I mean, you've started a couple things and uh, it seems to be doing pretty well. I'm uh, <laughs> proud to know you. 
Of course, man. Well, hey, it's so great talking today and best luck this year. Sweet, man. Yeah, likewise.